Actors, we've all got issues, so let's talk about them. I'm Juaniala, and welcome to Actors with Issues. Each week, we bring you interviews with actors from across TV, film, and Broadway, taking many deep dives into their careers and getting into the successes, the struggles, and of course, the issues that they face as actors. That's enough about us. Let's dive into the episode. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary friends. Welcome to Actors with Issues with me, your host, Juan Ayala. Today's guest is an actor, singer, and dancer you've seen on the Broadway stage in A Chorus Line, The Scottsboro Boys, Kiss Me Kate, and he is back in Chicago as the slick and charming-to-death lawyer, Billy Flynn. Please welcome to the stage, James T. Lane. James, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Hey, hey, thanks for having me, Juan. Um, so I'm curious before we dive into Chicago and um, the sort of return to the show that you've had uh, mm-hmm. in a new capacity. Um, how early did you discover performing and and when was that sort of moment that you realized that you wanted to go into it full time and and uh, pursue it on a career level? Oh, goodness. Well, uh, I went to an elementary school for the performing arts. So and it was just by happenstance. My mother um we were my mother lied (laughs) and and gave my grandmother's address which was a great school it was a magnet school and um from kindergarten I was leading the kids around choreographing to a Michael Jackson song so it was like it was it was in me but the Mm -hmm. moment where I was like hey there's a career here or there's something here that I'd really like to get involved with it was a touring company of the Phantom of the Opera and um, I had gotten tickets in row D and that chandelier fell and I screamed loud and I was like, something's happening here. I don't know what it is, but I want to be a part of it. That was the real moment of like, people are doing this thing as a career. Maybe I should kind of investigate that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For me, it was um, seeing Beauty and the Beast on Broadway. That was the first Broadway show I ever saw. And just the magic on stage that happened in that show and a lot of magic at score and, and Disney. And you're just like, this is magic. I want to do this. Like, how do I, how, how do I be one of those spinning plates <laughs> or the dancing fork or, you know? Um, but yeah, so coming back to the show um, with Chicago, so you were involved in the show. Um, you were sort of in the company um, for a while. So when did you first become a member of the company? Yeah, so it was uh, it was the second audition I had coming out of a chorus line, the run of a chorus line for two and a half years. So it was in 2008, a chorus line was closing and um, an audition for Chicago popped up. And uh, and um, and I, you know, I had a couple of auditions and, and, and Chicago stuck. And so I was in and out of the company uh, for 10 years. You know, um, I had a few, four or five stints in the company over those 10 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then did it feel sort of like a full circle moment getting to get this principle? Well, absolutely. You know, I, um, you know, I'd never understudied it while I was there. And, um, you know, when I, when I left the company in 2018, it was to join the, um, the show King Kong. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was seeking more creative responsibility. We spent so much time in this, in the world and in theaters. And I just thought like, I'd really love to try my hand at at being uh, having a bigger piece of 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 responsibility in companies. You know, I really wanted to um, have an opinion in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, um, develop a character uh, that was that was not just in the ensemble. And um, in setting out from Chicago in 2018, was was I had that in mind, and I did some regionals work, Bert and Mary Poppins. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I went out to the Muni and did some shows. And so 
you know, I loved that responsibility, like put me in coach, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's really what I wanted to develop and create. And, um, and I knew I'd had my eyes, you know, I'd sat for, you know, on stage left or stage right, looking at all of the Billy Flynn's over the years, mm-hmm. you know, great Billy Flynn's Tom Hewitt, Brent Allen, you know, Jerry Springer, and, and, and even the understudies that went on, you know, I saw, what they were doing with it. And I said, you know what? The next time I come back, when and, and if I'm ever asked, I'm coming back as Billy Flynn. Mm-hmm. And um, and that I set my mind to that. And um, and it's finally happened. So yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was a goal. I was mentioning before we started the interview, but the show still feels so fresh. It was my first time seeing it um on stage or in, in any live capacity. I only knew the film and the soundtrack um prior and um it just I was just so surprised because sometimes after, you know, over 20 years, some shows can look a little tired, but the the amount of, of folks who come in and out of these roles, um, you guys currently have Drag Race icon Jinx Monsoon as Mama Morton, yes. you know, Patti LaBelle has b- played the role, Sofia Vergara, like Wendy Williams, like, you know, <laughs> you have all these different levels of people. Of, of wonderful performers come in in all of these roles. They said, as you said, Jerry Springer, I had no idea Jerry Springer played. Jerry Springer did. He was so funny, so funny. <laughs> and so, yeah. so, Sophia Vergara was very funny too. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I've seen the clips. There's a few online. Um, I sort of wanted to see like what were the sort of most out there castings in uh-huh. the show because Wendy Williams was kind of out of left field. Uh, I heard Pamela Anderson was delightful in, in the uh-huh. role. She was very cute from what I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never would have said like, yeah, Pam Anderson on Broadway in a, <laughs> you know, in a Fosse and, show. And, and then, and then Jinx Monsoon, you know, yeah. who Jinx is in, in, in the work that she does um, in, in her, in her own work, you know, she lends herself to that vaudeville kind of yeah. that voice, that, um that character, you know, it, it's, it's a lovely, refreshing harkens back to Marsha Mason who did it originally you know which is a wonderful energy to have and all of her fans that have come to see it that the love that um that is spread throughout the cast you know you're seeing a dynamite cast these days with jinx charlotte d'amboise you know amra Faye wright all of the ensemble you know we've got some real longtime members still in the ensemble you know um coming out of the pandemic one they had four weeks of rehearsal Chicago, the musical has never, uh, to my knowledge, has ever had four weeks of rehearsal because they mm. transferred from the encores presentation right to Broadway. Encores is like 10 days. Yeah. They've never had, Chicago in all its time has never had four weeks of rehearsals in front of a mirror. You know, so the show is refreshed. It's revitalized. It's got new energy. It's got a couple of few, you know, new things coming out of the global pandemic. So you're seeing something that is that has been looked at with fresh eyes, new, and you're even seeing even more with these new cast members, Jinx Monsoon and what this cast is doing right now. It's firecracker right now. So come yeah. on and see it. <laughs> yeah. The energy was just like buzzing in the room the entire time. Yeah. Uh, and again, having seen as many shows as, as I have, sometimes you feel lulls in the plot or anything, but it just breakneck pace the entire time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but you know, the, given the name of our show, uh, being actors with issues, um, mm-hmm. what comes to mind as a career obstacle or um, the sort of eye-opening moment you've had uh, in your career that you can share with our audience? Oh goodness, um, an eye-opening obstacle. You know, I um, I will say this. You know, like I said, you know, in 2018, I really made the decision 
to to gather like more uh, responsibility. And that can be an obstacle if you, um, you know, you can you can stay in a long running show and that's fine. But if you've got that fire burning inside of you that um, that really needs more creative responsibility and you don't kind of uh, seize that opportunity or seize other opportunities, it's scary. You're making a leap. It's really comfortable to um, to kind of just hang out in a show, you know, um, but um, an obstacle could be your own self not really taking the initiative of getting out there and pursuing other things, leaving the safe job to, um, you know, to auditioning again, that can be a real kind of um, obstacle for you. But um, I got over the the nerves of, or the security of, of having a secure job and went out there and got and to get my, um, to, to, to like feed my soul. That was, um, you know, that was lurking around in the back of my head for a while. And I, and I got through that and I've been met with some really lovely families outside in the world, some lovely theaters at the Muni and, and back at home in Chicago, you know, so that leap um, over that obstacle has paid off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I think that it takes a lot. And it's, of course, easier said than done when when we tell, especially like a young actor who's, you know, dealing with some industry heartbreak or, or something like that when they're dealing with any of the many frustrations that come in this career uh, and sort of telling them to like take a moment and step back and sort of, you know, listen to what's going on inside. But when you finally do and you have like sort of the sort of time and the strength to do that, it can be so healing, you know, and I, if, if, having done this show as long as we have, it's been, I think in May, it'll be three years now that we've been doing the podcast, uh, lots of COVID conversations uh, and all of the things that people have learned in all that time. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, you know, speaking to that time, you know, I took the time during that COVID to kind of really create my own work, you know, and, and um, you know, if you stay ready, you don't ever have to get ready. Right. You know, yeah. like, so, you know, I, I, obviously the gyms were closed. So I became a runner, you know, and uh, the, 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 the telltale sign of a singer um, is breath control. Like if you don't have the breath, that is obvious from the start. And, um, you know, so it was about building breath control. That's why the running was really, really good for me. It was about going, going, doing those really deep YouTube dives and documentaries and, and getting all of that information. I left school and um, to pursue, I, I went on the European tour of fame. And um, so I, you know, there's a lot of things that I felt that I was like, I need to go kind of back and study. And the um, the pandemic was an opportunity to do all of that studying again. So it was a little like, like I was like, oh, here's my time to play catch up mm -hmm. and go back to school and study these great artists and write and um, and really fill the well, I called it, you know, just fill the well so that when the time comes, I am more than prepared. And it's re and I've reaped a lot of dividends from that time. Um, and you did mention creating your own works. I do know I wanted to touch on um, your show, Triple Threat, 
Yeah. Um, as a play that sings and uh, <laughs> sings and dances. Which a, play I love that moves, a play that moves and sings. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because, uh, you know, we have to give ourselves that. It's like, well, I'm not a dancer, but I move well, you know, which is definitely the case with me. I'm so not a trainer. I, I went to a drama program. <laughs> as much as I love musical theater, I went to a drama program. I have no dance training. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm definitely like, oh, I move well. You know, I can pick it up, but don't ask me to make up, you know, <laughs> any yeah. bar dance yeah. break. I, I actually teach a dance class for singers and actors. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So get on the list. Um, <laughs> yeah, because this, I mean, there's a need, you know, like mm-hmm. singers and actors, like they're like, you want me to move? Oh, and it's 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 basically that safe space, you know, that's not at a BDC or it's not at a steps where we take the time to kind of like really find out what a how to really do a pirouette and mm-hmm. to like really find your balance and to really, you know, the the last half of the class is like a little bit of like an audition tempo choreography for movers so that you get what you need in a kind of relaxed environment and you're not put on the spot right when you have to be on the spot and and um and it's it's a safe space for uh singers and actors to kind of like develop that muscle of movement that they want but triple threat triple threat triple threat you know it's um i got a i got a commission from the young vic when i was uh working over in london in 2015 to write and um, the commission was about two years uh, long, and it and it and I wrote a whole lot about my experiences, you know. And I'm, I'm I've been, um, you know, it kind of developed from like some other project to like more of like a um, like an autobiographical thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm 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 18 years free of drugs and alcohol, and um, I started writing. Thank you very much. I started writing stuff about my time as an artist dealing with all of that. And I remember the uh, the artistic director uh, of the Young Vic, David Land, was like, "That's you," and he was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Wow, that's not the person that I see today," and that's the way in because this this is you know came out of that really hard time, and a lot of people see Billy Flynn, a lot of people see. James T. Lane, a chorus line, and they're like, well, he couldn't have possibly had a wrong step in his life. And I'm like, baby, you just don't know, (laughs) you know? And I thought like, you know, perhaps um, there's something really there. Perhaps a lot of people do really need to know that you can get to the other side and not only survive, but thrive. You know, they're not only second chances, but third and fourths and fifths. And you can still develop your talent. It's not too late. So the show Triple Threat is about my experience um, in growing up as a you know black gay um, you know African you know uh, artist um, from South Philadelphia and and what um, I had to come up against being those things and and add on uh, being you know addicted to. Um, substances and getting through to the other side of that so it's about it's about all of those things and um you know i i don't pull any punches i don't hold anything Mm -hmm. back it's in the style of john leguizamo Whoopi goldberg lily tomlin anna devere smith uh but with a with a dash of musical theater so that's why it's a play that moves and sings And um, it's it's coming to a theater near you. I won't give too much detail about it, but maybe we can talk about it at a later time. Yeah. 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 Of course. Once that's an, yeah, we'll love to have you back to to talk more about that. Um, congrats. I mean, that's amazing that you get to to bring it back. Um, how long has it been now since you originally um did the uh, did the show? 
So, well, 2015 is when I got the commission. Uh, we did the show in May of 2021 down at the Ziders American Dream Theater. And um, and then I went out on tour with uh, Ain't Too Proud, The Life and mm-hmm. Times of the Temptations. And then we, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's basically like you're a salesman, you know, you're hocking your wares, you got them under your arm and you're like, you know, I got this thing. And, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of, a lot of no's, you got to kiss a lot of frogs, until, <laughs> you know, until someone um, wants what you got, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that is happening. So I'm so excited and I can't wait to share it with uh, a larger audience. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's tremendous what's happened. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thanks. And, um, uh, just going back to Chicago really quick, what would you say was one of the biggest, uh, challenges with taking on the role, um, with this iconic role again that you said you've seen so many people do so how did you want to like put your own stamp on on Billy well you know i i loved diving into the fact that like hey i'm an african american man what is billy as an african american in that time 1920s 1930s chicago he had to be really slick he had to be really on top of it. You know, a lot of the culture and in the community, I remember my mother saying when I was young, you got to be 10 times better than white folks to even be seen in the room. I can't even imagine what, or I've had to imagine what that's like mm-hmm. being a Billy Flynn at that time, you know, dealing with the political aspect and, and being at the top of this game, but also this underworld of like, you know, you know, I imagined him, um, representing mobsters, you know, at that time, you know, Al Capone was on, on, you know, on, you know, he he was on retainer by Al Capone. I loved kind of imagining what that feeling would be. And like the, basically the way that I think of it is like Teflon, like nothing sticks, nothing sticks. It can't stick because there's too many variables in which, you know, being a black lawyer, it could go South. So it had, he had to be at the top of his game. And I love a, you know, doing a little research of black lawyers at that time. And yes, there were black lawyers practicing law in Chicago at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, so I love not um, it's really, really sinking my teeth into who I am culturally within Billy Flynn. And I think you get that. I, I, I've, I've heard some comments and like, you know, you really who you are, you know, you're not you're not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm code switching when I have to, you know, because <laughs> that's what it's about, you know, being, you know, you, you walk into some spaces, you're one way, but, you know, I can give it to you another way because of who I am and all of what that is, you know, um, in that time and, um, and the vaudeville of it, the aspect of it, I mean, I'm a song and dance man. So when Razzle Dazzle, I get to let loose, you know, very few people who have donned, uh, who have played Billy Flynn have gotten to don the Billy Flynn vest <laughs> because usually people don't take off their jacket, but it's it's been uh, Patrick Swayze, it's been Tony Yazbek, it's been Usher, and it's been me. Mm-hmm. You know, dancers who are song and dance men who could, um, who when the jacket comes off and you get to see the moves a little bit. So I'm incredibly honored to to bring a song and dance Billy to uh, to this uh, run. It's great. Mm-hmm. It it was such a great performance. So uh, again, Thank congratulations you. on on that. And I just love the voice that you gave Billy mm-hmm. um, in certain parts, especially in the courtroom. It's like, oh, he's preaching. He is. Yeah. 
he is banging the pulpit. He is is you know the jury is are his uh his parishioners. You know just right. Uh, I just love what you did and 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 so much of what you just you know sort of shared is very much is seen um in in your performance. So Thank again, you. congrats on on such a great run so far. How long are you in the show until? I'm there through March twelfth. Yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. Um, so before we go, we always end with a quick, um, it's not a rapid fire game. It used to be, but it, got, it stressed people out. So <laughs> uh, fill in the blank. If I weren't working in the arts, I'd be? I'd be a full-time teacher. If you could have dinner with any actor, dead or alive, who would it be? Sidney Poitier. Uh, what role did you have the most fun playing? Oh, goodness. Uh, Bert in Mary Poppins. Absolutely. It's a joy and a delight. I could roll out of bed, not that I would, but I could roll out of bed and play that character because it felt so uniquely me. Yeah, and, so close uh, to me. What is the best advice you've ever gotten? Oh, goodness. Um, you know, uh, when I wake up in the morning, um, you know, and, and then I always I look in the mirror and I say, hey, beautiful man, I love you. And, um, you know, I, the best advice I've gotten is that I need to be on my side first thing in the morning. Mm. Yeah. Love that. And what is the worst advice you've ever gotten? Um, the worst advice. You know, I can't really recall. Uh, I, I can't I can't really recall. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. I, I, I don't, I don't, nothing comes to mind. Nothing yeah. comes to mind. That's good. We try and put it out of our mind because we get lots of, I feel like well, there's way more bad advice out there <laughs> than, <laughs> than good. Right. Uh, and, and lastly, in 10 words or less, what advice would you give to a young actor? Oh, goodness. Like I said it before, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Mm. So be prepared. Yeah. that's 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 it that's it <laughs> awesome james thank you so so much for taking the time to chat with us today My um, pleasure. and again congrats on such a great run so far um so if anyone wants to give you a follow on social media instagram where can they find you at james t lane instagram awesome. yeah and folks you know the drill you can follow us on instagram at actors with issues give me a follow over at juan ayala official and subscribe to our show on youtube spotify or wherever you get your podcasts uh, for new episodes every Monday and bonus episodes throughout the week. And you can see James T. Lynn now in Chicago at the Ambassador Theater on Broadway through uh, March. I'm Juan Ayala. This is Actors with Issues, and we'll see you next week.